0: It's the off Show on the Team 980 on a football Friday on the Team 980. Driven by your local Honda dealer. Experience power, performance, and ruggedness with Honda. See your local Honda dealer. We pick every single game of the NFL weekend coming up at the bottom of the hour. But right now, it's time for Not My Beat.
1: Today's top story, from the perspective of someone who's there.
0: You are looking live. This just in. Not my beat. The man who is there in Ashburn today is Ben Standick of The Athletic, our good friend. Uh, ben, welcome to the final show of 2023. Hopefully this is your final radio hit of 2023.
1: Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. It, it is That is the plan. We're going to try to keep it that way. Um, full disclosure, I did not actually make it to Ashburn today. I'm a little under the weather, but other than that, okay. ready to talk.
0: Okay, so uh, I guess that, that means I can't ask you the, the first question I was going to ask you in the way I was going to ask you, which is like, what was your shock level when you heard Ron Rivera at the podium go, hey, Jacoby Brissett is questionable with a hamstring injury, but whenever it was that you heard that not sitting in that room, what was your reaction to that?
1: Yeah, I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, this is like, it's not the exact same scenario, but it's like somewhat reminiscent of how week 18 went last year when we all heard, um, you know, on background or through sources or whatever, that Taylor Heineke was going to start. And then, you know, all of a sudden it's Sam Howell. And, uh, you know, after all this week, I'm sure you guys, you know, talked about it a lot. I know we, I know you did because I heard it the other day about, you know, should they start, should, should they keep Howell in, should they bench him, whatever your angle was, to then, oh, okay, possible do-over. To ignore everything that just happened. We're just maybe going to go back to Sam Howell because we're set as, Uh, questionable. That is just uh, a wacky circumstance and somehow fitting for what's going on here.
0: Yeah, a hundred percent. So for the audience that may not have been locked into every word, like what actually is Brissett's status? Did he practice it all today? Is he, was he totally out today? Like, what are the chances that you give it as you've also probably done some follow-up reporting? I doubt anybody's talking too much, but like, what are what, as far as you know, what are the chances that Jacoby does give it a go on Sunday? Um,
1: best I could tell, I heard it was like a legit, um, you know, game time decision type deal. I mean, maybe he works you know, and wakes up, you know, tomorrow and it's all good and it's not a big deal, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like it's a possible issue. Um, feeling some uh, tightness in his hamstrings. So, you know, um, set is a free agent at the end of the year. Uh, I have to imagine for all any of these guys who are, Free agents—that's so got to be in the back of your mind. Hey, you know, gotta gotta get in there. You know, at um, you know as healthy as I can be. So yeah, if he's got any trepidation, uh, you know, it's a little bit different playing this game than if it was playing you know week five. Just you know, to be frank. So uh, we'll see. I mean, but yeah, it sounds like it's a legitimate possibility. It could go back the other way, but you know, Brissette hasn't started a game all year. I would think on some level he'd like to get the opportunity. Of, of course, right? Went no Charles Leno, no Tyler Larson. Andrew Wiley is questionable. So he doesn't have a full compliment on the offensive line already. Uh, So yeah, it could be interesting.
0: Ben Sandig, commander's B reporter for the athletic is with us on the Hoffman show. So if it is Sam, like, how do you think how reacts? How do you think he handles it? Does it look like the last four games or do you think that the expectations are so low, maybe the pressure is off and he can actually finally bounce back.
1: (laughs) Right. It's, I mean, you know, it's possible perhaps that his, uh, you know uh, what, you know, what's going on this week, you know, being told he's not going to start. Maybe that uh, gives him some extra fire. Obviously it's been a, uh, a struggle here down the stretch, not just for the team, but for him, you know, last game, you know, independent of whether he should play or shouldn't play this week.
0: Anthony, did we full lose Ben there? Looks like we might've lost Ben for a moment. Um, that is something that I think is interesting, and um, I'll just let's see until so we can get Ben back on the phone real quick. Like the whole point of benching Sam was to give him kind of this mental reset. You get your mental reset when you're benched. Um, and you get through a week, you get through a couple of days where you prepare as if you're the backup. You know you're you kind of got that pressure off. And also the outside pressure could not be lower at this point. There isn't this mounting, like, hey, man, you got to bounce back. Hey, man, you got to pull out of it. Hey, dude, like, it's on you. Hey, uh, Ron Rivera's entire legacy is on the line with you. Like, all that stuff is out the window now. So if he gets to just go play, maybe it's a little bit better. But anyway, Ben, uh, who's back with us, you were saying.
1: Yeah, I was just saying that, like, you know, maybe there's something, uh, there's some extra spark that he gets from having, you know, gone through these last few days. I'm sure he's had time to reflect and think. And, you know, uh, sometimes – Getting a jolt from life can uh, be the spark you need. But, again, it's a tough, tough, tough scenario. Whoever is starting uh, going up against, you know, arguably the best team in football who has coming off a terrible or bad loss for them, they're going to be, you know, mad and angry and this, that, and the other. And, you know, limited pieces on both sides of the ball. So it's going to be a tough shot if this isn't for either way, whether it's percent or health.
0: No doubt about it. Uh, So that leads us to, uh, you know, when this misery is finally over, no matter what happens the next two weeks. And you wrote a story for The Athletic on folks around the NFL trying to kind of gauge what Josh Harris's vision is. We had Don Van Nata on yesterday, obviously on the heels of this new federal Snyder lawsuit. But I also asked him, I was like, like, you're as plugged in with ownership as anyone. Like, what are you hearing? He's like, honestly, not much. It is much quieter around the commanders in the circles that that I, Don, uh, am in because he just hasn't been in the NFL before, and people don't really know what he's going to do. You actually embarked on that journey of trying to find out. What would you find?
1: Well, you know, I don't have a ton of um background in terms of, like, having done a ton of these things before. I mean, I've been around for – you know when the wizards are fired coaches, and I was here for Jay, but I wasn't as immersed in the beat as I was then. And plus, the Rivera thing just kind of came pretty quickly. It wasn't like a, wasn't like there were like eight candidates. It was kind of like okay, this guy. Um, right. But it does it does feel pretty close to the vest over there. I mean, there's like a few, you know a few senses of you know GM it could come first, and everybody's aware of the analytics, but you know, or that he you know, that he's, he wants to some degree, to, to form a group that's got that you know front and center of, of their uh, plans. But, yeah, to what degree? Like, you know, is he going to only want numbers crunchers? Is he going to be open to people who are, you know, pure town evaluators? Um, you know, Eugene Shen was hired a few weeks ago as this uh, vice president of football strategy. He comes from that analytics background. How does he kind of fit into to, to this? Will they hire people who are – that he's got connections to does that not matter at all um and you know you know is it i i haven't had any sense it's like another coach centric world but you know i if you're going high enough up the uh, the ladder in terms of possible candidates is that something you're open to you know if a if a ben johnson or dan quinn were to say hey we want that so you know um yeah i agree it's been it's been quite of quiet but but there's been some information in terms of you know there's been various you know, interactions with him, no formal meetings or anything like that. That can't happen for a few more weeks because, you know, the opportunity to meet him at various um, league events or whatever. And, and I think he's coming, he's he's giving, uh, uh, you know, it's not hard to say he's getting a better impression than the last guy, but it's to say that people are, are, are genuinely seem to, uh, you know, appreciate how Washington is going about this process and they're showing some good, you know, organization, et cetera. And I think that's something that people are taking notice of.
0: Yeah. uh, So that's actually where I want to wrap. Uh, I, I was pretty surprised a couple of weeks ago when Bill Barnwell put out his list that he had them seventh out of a potential 10 jobs open I happen to think this is either the first second or at worst third best job that is going to be open depending on what you feel about the Chargers roster situation and ownership and depending on whether you know you like the idea of Chicago better those are the other two I would put in this class but because of the flexibility roster wise and because of an owner that we think is going to be pretty good at the ownership thing I think Washington's going to have to be right up there what what do you think and what does the league think about this opening
1: yeah, you know, I think obviously the Chargers is a pretty intriguing one because of Justin Herbert, but, you know, there are definitely questions, like you said, about the the, the roster makeup. A lot of guys are uh, making a ton of money and how they're going to uh, do that and still manage the salary cap. Uh, the Bears is certainly intriguing. They've got the number one pick, all the picks from the last year's trade, and, uh, you know, a, a team that's been playing better certainly the last few weeks. Uh, you know, I think the thing with Washington, like for me it's like, it's as pretty blank slate as you can get for an NFL job All, You on know, the 90 million in cap space, the nine picks, including right now, the number three pick, you know, there's no bad contracts on the team per se. Sure. There's not the, there's the quarterback question, but you have the third pick. Um, I, you know, I, I think it's an opportunity to, you know, if you're a visionary kind of like, you know, you can, how are you going to color in, uh, you know, color in between the lines? I think it's a pretty interesting job in that regard, but you know i guess you'd have to see the full um layout one person mentioned to me that he he didn't value he didn't value the job He's not a candidate but somebody's talking about the jobs that because of the facilities you know obviously fedex field is uh you know needs to go the the Ashburn site needs upgrading um and you know if you're a new person coming in you know we don't you never know how long these things are going to go and you're going to have to navigate with that situation for the players to get people in Uh, get your players as ready as possible for game days, and you don't have as good of facilities as other spots for now. So that that was one concern. But, uh, yeah, I I would – like I said, if you want something more ready-made, this isn't going to be the place. But if you want a place where you can kind of, you know, really consider a lot of different options, I think this is a really good spot.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And, by the way, that kind of candidate, the facilities might be a positive too because Harris is going to be like, hey, dude, you want to help me design the new one? Because the upgrades are coming. It's just a matter of, of time. So if you have a, a say in the process, that could be actually exciting and uh, a plus for some people, um, depending on how you how you think about it. And also, depending on the position, I, I also wonder if they hire like a like, are we looking at three hires instead of two? Are you looking at a president, a GM and a head coach a la with the Wizards uh, did with Michael Winger? and then Will Dawkins um, as opposed to just a GM and a coach. So that's something to to think about for folks as well. Ben Standing will be reporting on all of it uh, in The Athletic. Make sure you read his piece on Harris and obviously his coverage of the game this weekend. Ben, thanks so much for your time. Feel better and uh, Happy New Year, my friend. Thanks for all the, uh, the time in 2023. We look forward to talking to you in 2024.
1: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. Thanks for having me on all throughout the year. And, uh, yeah, Happy New Years to everyone here and, Oh, the season's almost over. Just hang yes, it. We we're got we're almost there.
0: Two more, buddy. You can do it. I promise. <laughs> yeah. I promise. Uh, all right. That's Ben standing, everybody, with us here on the Hoffman Show. When we get back, uh, Logan and I preview the game for the weekend on Take Command, and then we pick all the games coming up at 530. Pick six at six. Dave Johnson at 615. We're done at 630. We wrap up the year uh, with the final edition of Real Things, Real People Said, in Real Microphones. That's all still to come on The Hoffman Show.